Welcome to the BCHL Podcast presented by Subway. Brent Mutis here from BCHL Communications, and there are three interviews ahead, but first a couple of updates from the World Junior A Challenge, where 14 BCHL players and Team Canada West have a Saturday date in the semifinals against the United States. Canada West finished the round robin in third place behind Russia and the U.S., Russia and the Czech Republic play in the other semifinal with the winners advancing to Sunday's gold medal game. Both games on Sunday, the bronze medal game and the gold medal final, will be broadcast live on TSN. With that in mind, let's go now to a player you'll be seeing in one of those Sunday games, Chilliwack Chiefs forward Harrison Blaisdell. He went into the weekend leading the tournament in goals with four, including two in Thursday's 5-4 shootout loss to the Czechs. While the tourney is going well personally, Blaisdell says Canada West needs to be a bit tidier in their team game if they want to defend the gold medal they won a year ago. Yeah, I think uh, obviously we kind of got comfortable there. We were up 4-2 and it looked like we kind of had the game sealed and then uh, the Czechs made a good push. We saw them do the same thing against the Russians, so we knew it was coming, but uh, we just got to know going forward that every team in this tournament is good and they can all make a push. As uh, as anyone that's paying attention will have noted, you're leading the tournament with four goals. Um, so it's probably nice to see your name atop some of those stats lists. Um, what's kind of clicking for you, and who are you skating with right now? Uh, you know, I'm kind of just uh, getting into the right spots. And, you know, every everyone's on this team is really good. So, you know, you get to a good spot and they find you. So at the moment I'm playing with uh, Ethan Lay and uh, – David Sillier, so they, they both know how to get me the puck, and uh, we work well together. What's it like? Uh, you know, you come together with a group of players uh, from different leagues, and obviously there's a lot of players from the BCHL that you may or may not know. Um, has anyone kind of surprised you, a better player than maybe you even thought they were? Not really, no. You kind of you know right away that uh, all these guys are here for a reason. So, you know, each league has its good players, and so, uh, you know, everyone here is here to, you know, make a push and be a star player on this team. So it's not really surprising to see anyone kind of shining and uh, doing well in this tournament. Talking with Harrison Blaisdell, Team Canada West. Uh, Harrison, it's your second year playing in the World Junior A Challenge with Canada West. You're the defending gold medalists. Um, what's the feeling of the tournament for you personally this year compared to last year? Obviously, it's a different location and a few different faces, but um, is it one where you felt a bit more comfort heading into it with some familiarity with the tournament? Yeah, definitely going into the first game especially, I kind of knew. I already had a feel for uh, what the competition is like, so that definitely helped me. And it's just, uh, it's obviously more comfortable knowing that having the one year of experience under my belt. Uh, this year's tournament's a little bit different than the way it's been in the past and the way that you w- it was set up last year when it was a six-team tournament. It's a, a five-team round-robin, kind of like an RBC Cup style of event. Um, you guys are already through the round-robin portion. Everyone else still has one more game to play. So what's on the agenda for Canada West today? Uh, you know, big part of the tournament's rest. You know, you play a lot of games in very few days, so that's important. But also... Uh, We'll be watching the U.S. and Russia game closely. Obviously, we're playing one of those teams, so we'll be studying that game and then just really resting up and eating good food. Yeah, like you mentioned, um, looks like Canada West uh, is locked up third place. Um, so, like you said, it's, it's going to be one of the two teams, Russia or the U.S., that you're going to be facing in your next game. Uh, you've played each of those teams. The one player I wanted to ask you about specifically, Vasily Podkolzin, who's listed as a probable top 10 pick and possibly even a, a, a top 5 overall pick of the 2019 draft. You guys saw him midweek. What did you make of his game? 
He's a really strong skater. He uh, he plays really hard. And he's a, he's a big body. He's hard to move, and he gets going down ice. And he's really talented with the puck and can finish. So he's difficult to play against. What's the what's the reception been like this year at the tournament? Last year it was in Truro, Nova Scotia. So for the most part, Team Canada East was kind of the home team for that one. This year you're in Bonneville, Alberta, where your team, Canada West, is the sort of de facto home team. How's it been received, and what's what's the town of Bonneville been like? Bonneville, like the people, have been really receptive to the team, and uh, it's been awesome for us just to kind of get out in the community and see what it's like and then also have the support behind us as Team Canada West. They're really rallying around us. You're wearing a letter. You're uh, an alternate captain with Team Canada West. Uh, I guess a bit of a nod to the fact you were on the team last year. And I mean, if you think about it, you, you've been through this tournament before. You won an RBC Cup back in the spring in a similar style of tournament. Um, do you find yourself being able to lean on some of those experiences? And um, do you vocalize anything to the group or mostly just try to get out there and set the tone knowing that you're a good player and guys can kind of follow your lead? Yeah, it's really about setting the tone and then just, you know, take, taking care of myself properly. Because I obviously know, like, what it's like to be in these long tournaments. And then, you know, you can share that with the other guys and stuff. Like, it's good to have guys with experience in these tournaments on the team. I wanted to bring it back to the BCHL and Chilliwack uh, to finish up here. Things have been going quite well for the Chiefs. Uh, your your team has a really good record. They're near the top of the standings for most of the season. It's a bit of a contrast to last year where the team was kind of around the 500 mark most of the regular season. Of course, things came together well at the, at the RBC Cup. But how would you contrast last year's team to this one? And is there uh, something specifically you can point to as a reason why things are going you know, more your way this year than it did? last year uh not in particular no we had a really good group last year and i think uh all it was was it just took us a little longer to get it figured out you know like we we obviously figured it out by the time the rbc cup came whereas i think this year um we kind of we figured out everything really early which is obviously really good for the standings and stuff but uh as far as just like the groups not, not a lot's changed you know both really good groups of guys and i think uh we just kind of got a head start this year that's Chilliwack Chiefs forward Harrison Blaisdell talking to us this week from Bonneville, Alberta and the World Junior A Challenge. Going now to the BCHL Player of the Week and Mitch Adamic of the Powell River Kings earned the nod this week as he was perfect, making all 60 saves in the two games he played and he now leads the BCHL in shutouts with four. After an inconsistent start to the season, Adamic is on form right now and as he tells Jesse Adamson, he just wants to keep the momentum going the right way. It uh, feels pretty good. Um, just trying to keep it going, game to game. Uh, obviously, the games I got when you get a shutout, you're obviously playing with a lot of confidence, and you just try to carry it over from game to game and in practice as well. Is there a certain feeling you get, or a certain you mentioned confidence? Is there a change in your your demeanor when you're you know you're stopping so many pucks and uh, not many are getting by you? Yeah. Um, Everything just seems to come at you slower. Uh, you're reading the plays better. You're seeing the puck off the stick. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure if you know this, but the BCHL record for shoutouts in a season is actually seven. You're over halfway there with uh, just under half the season to go. With a good defensive team like you have and uh, with all that time left, is that something that you think maybe you could accomplish? Uh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, 
try my best. <laughs> um, so you were without your goaltending partner, Matteo Paler Chow, for the first two and a half months of the year. Uh, what did that do for your mindset, knowing that you'd be the main guy most nights? And what's it been like since he's been back? Uh, yeah, I can't, it's probably all better that he's back because it uh, helped me compete a little bit harder in practice and stuff like that to get the chance to play. Uh, more minutes and stuff and pretty good we push each other a lot and I feel like that's what you need for a goaltending duel uh, so you're from East St. Paul Manitoba but this is your third year in Powell River um, has yeah. the town kind of become a second home for you yeah I've uh, gotten pretty used to it um, it's a nice place a lot different than the prairies right on the water uh, real good community here too around the team because uh, it's community owned so kind of need that so yeah it's really nice here you've had a strong team all three years uh, that you've been here uh, you mentioned the community what's the reaction been like um, especially when you guys get later on in the season into the, into the playoffs yeah usually we have a pretty good crowd in playoffs uh, I think it was my first year uh, game six against Victoria we had a sellout crowd and, yeah, it's just really nice to have people behind you. Uh, you mentioned Victoria. The Grizzlies are one of your biggest rivals uh, in the BCHL. Uh, they've been one of the top teams in the league this year. They currently lead the Island Division. Um, despite all your injuries that you guys have had this year, you guys are still in striking distance of that first place. You guys play them five more times this year. Is it hard for you and the team not to look, at head, look ahead at those games, knowing how important uh, they can be uh, in the standings? Uh, yeah, I feel like we all know that if we want to catch them, those are the games we have to win. But uh, we're also just trying right now uh, to win as many games as we can because they have few key players um, at the Canada West camp right now or, and also they have injuries as well so we're trying to win every game we can to try to beat them. Uh, so your team is known as one of the best home teams in the league but you've got a three game road trip coming up this weekend. Uh, what do you guys need to do to bring that strong play on the road and finish, uh, finish well before the holiday break? Uh, we just need to go out there and compete uh, it's obviously harder to score goals on the road, so we just need to do little things right, uh, getting pucks in and getting it low to high, getting stuff to the net, probably get a few greasy goals. Uh, so as as you know and most people know, the World Junior A Challenge is going on right now. Uh, you were a part of Team Canada West last year. Uh, I know you probably didn't play as much as you would have liked, but what was the, that experience like being part of that gold medal winning team? It was awesome. Uh, just even the crowd there, everyone, everyone's cheering for you. You're on home soil. Uh, it's, it's not a real experience. Nice to have that uh, maple leaf on your chest. Uh, and I noticed uh, just doing some research that uh, a former teammate of yours, uh, Matt Radomski, is currently one of Canada West goalies. Um, have you had a chance to talk to him? And uh, if you did, did you have any advice for him? Yeah, I talked to him. Uh, pretty good friends with him, actually. Uh, I just told him to enjoy it. Like, not every kid gets to do that. So, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, 
Uh, and then finally, um, it's uh, Christmas time coming up, and I noticed that your birthday is actually on Christmas Day. And I'm just wondering, uh, do you celebrate Christmas? And uh, if you do, what's that like uh, having to do the double celebration on that day? Yeah, um, I don't know, it's kind of normal for me now, but yeah, we do Christmas and birthday kind of all in one. Uh, I'm also a triplet, so I have two siblings to share it with. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That must be quite uh, quite a busy day then for you and your family. Yeah, for sure. That's PCHL Player of the Week, Mitch Adamic of the Powell River Kings, who obviously will be looking forward to the holiday break. Time for us now to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new sandwiches made with the legendary Montreal Steak Spice. Okay, make it like a pop star. Here we go. Montreal Steak Spice, so legendary Montreal Spice. Yes, Subway, give me 100% Canadian steak with Montreal Spice. Subway, make it what you want. For a limited time at participating restaurants. This is Eddie Olchek from Bemidji State University. You're listening to the BCHL Podcast. Welcome back to the show. We stay in the crease as we go to our final interview segment now. And from the alumni ranks, former Alberni Valley Bulldogs goalie Billy Christopoulos is now a senior at Air Force and having another outstanding season for the Falcons. The team is into its holiday break, but the native of Raleigh, North Carolina, posted a shutout in his last win and says it was an important one, as the team will need to turn things up a notch in the new year if they want a favorable playoff berth in the NCAA's Atlantic Hockey Conference. It was, it was big to get the win on Friday. We wish we would have come away with one on Saturday, but my game, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling, feeling like I'm taking some big steps here going in the second half, and and it's the same with our team. I, I mean, we, we started out the season pretty slow. We uh, we got swept our first weekend and then came out with only two points next weekend. But we really picked up the pace here, myself included. So so we're pretty excited to where we're at right now, having the second half. You're already a senior this year. I, and I remember pretty clearly you being with Alberni Valley in, in the BCHL. Um, how does it feel like your your uh, NCAA career is gone? You're you're already in your final season of eligibility. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It does feel like just just yesterday I was out there in Alberni, you know, in the playoffs against Nimo. But but uh, yeah, my my season was a bit of a roller coaster. I came in, started my freshman year, and then we had another guy that we kind of battled with and he took over the job and, and then he signed with Edmonton and and then last year and this year I've, I feel like I've just taken a major step and, and yeah I'm really happy with, with uh, where I'm at right now hopefully and keep improving a little bit and you know make another make another little run like we did last year we're talking with Billy Christopoulos. Uh, Billy, you're at a service school at Air Force Academy. Uh, it is your senior year. Um, what, what are the options available for you upon graduation? Are you required to go into service? Uh, do you look to try and get into pro hockey or, or get into something right away? What What does the sort of on the horizon for you? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a little bit of an option for some some hockey after here. Uh, there's there's a lot of paperwork and a lot of kind of things you got to go through through the military to see if they release you to 
playing hockey, but if nothing comes about with that, then yeah, I've got a five-year service commitment here, and and I'll be uh, I'll be kind of doing doing what the Air Force tells me they want me to do, and, and go where they want me to go for the next five years. So so uh, seniors are kind of getting their jobs filtering in here soon. Some guys are getting pilot slots. Some guys are doing uh, sport type jobs. So we'll just see. What is the athletic culture like at Air Force, would you say? I mean, uh, you're one of three Div 1 hockey programs in the state of Colorado. Uh, the other two schools, Denver and Colorado College, play in a different conference. Um, but there is a, a whole host of sports at Air Force. What is, what's the sporting culture like at Air Force for game nights for you guys? Yeah, it's awesome, actually. I mean, we're, we're a small school, only, only 4,000 students, but we've got so many D1 sports that over over a thousand of those students are are D1 athletes which is pretty cool so so you really get you get a cool experience you get to hang out and meet a lot of other athletes and and our games are are pretty electric for the most part especially when like you said we've got those in-state rivalries or CC and Denver but uh yeah the culture here is awesome it's it's you know being a military guy I mean you don't have a whole lot of options so of things to do in your free time so People love to come out to the rink and uh, watch the plant Friday and Saturday, so it's, it's pretty fun. Another unique thing about yourself is you grew up and played uh, minor hockey in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, which uh, is the home of the Carolina Hurricanes. And actually, um, there's been a few players from North Carolina make their way to the BCHL in recent years. Uh, Skyler Brindamore, who, who's everyone everyone knows his dad, who's the head coach in Carolina now. He's playing in our league in Chilliwack. But maybe uh, bring us up to speed on um, where hockey where hockey is at the grassroots level in Raleigh. Yeah, I uh, so I moved there in in '99 when I was uh, five years old, and <laughs> there there wasn't a whole lot. That's kind of when the Hurricanes were moving there too, and and when I first got there, not a whole lot of hockey. But the Hurricanes came in and and they did a they did an excellent job. They they started the Carolina Junior Hurricanes program and and really tried to tried to get the local community playing hockey. And, and I mean, yeah, like you said, you can see it's been working over the years. We've got guys chl guys in ushl a bunch of guys in college hockey and some guys play pro right now so i we're kind of uh like my years and a couple years younger than me are kind of kind of the first the first uh actual products that that program's turned out and uh, i'm sure it's only on the rise down there right now want to take you back to Alberni Valley. Played one season for the Bulldogs in the 14-15 year. Um, you were the go-to guy in net. Uh, you came to the league. I don't believe you had a scholarship in tow at that point, but you wound up earning one to Air Force. Um, where, where did, uh, what was the step in Alberni? Uh, what did it do for you, and how did it vault you forward? Yeah, it was, it was a nice change of scenery. I, I was, I was ready for something new after playing at Des Moines for two years. I was, I was looking for. Uh, just looking for a change of scenery to kind of refocus and get back on track, and and Alberni was awesome. I mean, it was great staff. We had goalie coach Alex Evan there. Um, he, he helped me a lot, and, and overall, the league in general just really helped me develop and and really helped me become kind of goalie goalie I am now. And 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 that year was, was huge for me. And, and like I said, yeah, like you said, Air Force was able to come out a couple times and watch me and. And I was able to earn a scholarship, but yeah, no, I, I owe I owe so much of uh, who I am as a goalie right now to that that year in Alberni.
That's Billy Christopoulos, the Albany Valley Bulldogs product, speaking to us this week from Colorado Springs and the Air Force Academy. That's it for this week's podcast. Stay up to date on the latest from the BCHL via the league website and on social media where we are at GoBCHL on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.